What's up, everybody? Uh, it's the day you've all been waiting for, right? Chief results got dropped today. Um, and I know for a fact that there are a whole bunch of people out there whose brains are melting. Uh, and so that's what I want to talk about today. There was a huge positive response to the repost of the Phase 2 Jitters episode. Um, and so I know there's an appetite for this because of the positive response side of that, positive response side of the Chiefs package video and episode. So I just want to talk about this today. I'm going to go straight home and edit this and get it out there for you guys. But I know I just got done. Uh, I just left work where I was talking to uh, the Chiefs selects we have. We made three this year. And um, what... Uh, a lot of you now know that that made chief uh, is you get to sign what's called a sponsor. So I'm a sponsor for a guy this year. Um, I've been a sponsor a bunch of times before. I think three times, if I remember correctly. Um, and so, uh, what I can tell you is a sponsor is basically a selectee's guide through the season, kind of their foundation uh, and their go-to person as the season is happening right their compass if you will uh as they go through to help them guide through all the the pitfalls and the processes and the confusion and the overwhelming uh stress that can kind of happen during the process um and what i wanted to talk about today is kind of navigating through initiation right a lot of people freak out about packages and freak out about the board process but they they kind of when the selection happens it's almost like all of that you know preparation and work and everything's been put in it's just like hooray i'm selected and then they think that that's the mountaintop and it's not and and i say it all the time and i get confused looks uh from non-chiefs it's like that's the hard part just started so upon selection and i'm not just talking about the season but upon selection you go into what's called now called again the initiation process right um what it is is an approximately six week long this year it's gonna be about five weeks long just because of when results got dropped um but it's a approximately six week long training period where uh there's a lot of formal and informal training pt team building one-on-one -on -one mentoring uh they do a lot of projects they do some fundraising they do a lot of, of different things all of which are designed to prepare them to be the best chief that they can be um, like we talk about with other leadership development training in the navy uh a lot of it is command delivered right almost all of it this is another example of that command delivered process but the beauty of this and what we could take from its example is the resources that get put behind it um luckily we're not at sea right now uh, it makes it a lot more difficult uh to execute a robust season you don't have the same resources you can't do some of the same things and there's a lot less free time right because we're 24 hours a day you know you're staying a watch and you're doing maintenance and all those things uh, being in port there's a little less uh, stress on us to to do all those things we have a little bit of time and they, they especially just the free time after hours you know you can have some time to read you can have some time to prep things study whatever um, to get ready for all the things that you have to do 
But what I really want to talk about is the navigation of the process, right? So um, the first thing that that comes out of the selection and then the follow-on meet and greets and and uh, just indoctrination into what initiation is all about, the, the first thing that sets in is confusion. Um, because there is no book to read. There's no reference to go look it up, right? There's no roadmap on this is how you do this and check off these boxes and you'll succeed during initiation training. <laughs> it's not how it works. Um, it is very much designed to put you in the type of environment that you will experience as a chief and especially as a first year chief and they're different right because you're still learning how to be a chief in that first year and I talk about my experience a lot um, as a first year chief and how I took a lot of lumps and I learned a lot of lessons the hard way but I had a lot of great chiefs and senior chiefs around me uh, teaching me the right way to do it and I was lucky in that regard um, but the onset of that confusion generally it creates almost this fog <laughs> like uh, of you know all the different things that are happening all the uncertainty uh, what's the most important thing you need to do right now what's not how do we prioritize these things how do we execute them how do we navigate all that around our our primary and collateral duties that we still have to execute uh, it's it's a lot and it's overwhelming and it's that way on purpose because as a chief a lot is going to be demanded of you. You're going to be expected to be able to juggle your primary duty, the collateral duties you will inevitably be tasked with, um, your personal life, maintenance, deployment preps, sailors problems, right? Sailorization, command delivered leadership training, all these things and more are yours all for the price of a of a name on a selection list right so we put you in these positions on purpose we overwhelm you we uh, are intentionally vague um, give you sometimes give you misinformation uh, stymie your communication process uh, on and on it goes right there are a ton of things that are purposely put in place with the intention of you being in a position where you're overwhelmed, where you're confused, where you're forced to ask for help, um, where you're forced to rely on others to, to get you through. Because that's what we do. That's the strength of the Chiefs Mess, uh, is our ability to draw on the resource that is the chief's mess, the collective strength of all these chiefs, senior chiefs, and mass chiefs Navy-wide, right? Not just within my own mess. I can walk across the pier to another chief's mess. I can walk over to an aircraft carrier. I can walk into any building in the Navy and say, shipmate, where's your chief? And then I walk into whatever office or bay or, you know, shop or work center that they're in, and I say, hey, I need some help. And I guarantee you every one of them is willing to help me in whatever ways is needed in whatever way they can right they might not always be able to drop what they're doing and bend over backwards for me but uh whatever way they can maybe that that way is just pointing me in the direction of the resource that i need right but i know that i can draw on this resource that we have that is the chief's mess to get whatever answer or action or or uh thing that i need or that my guys need or that our mission needs um but 
throughout the season, you're going to purposely be put in these positions. Sometimes it's going to be explained to you. Sometimes it's not, right? The intent is that you're put through this task or process or whatever so that you can get that lesson out of it. There, you, you've only got this five weeks where the training wheels are going to be on because day one after pinning September 14th, 2018, you're chief. That's it. You're a chief. A lot of you will get redistroed to other commands where they will only have ever known you as chief. You will be expected to just know or know how to figure it out. You're going to be expected to be able to balance all these things. You're going to be able to you're going to be expected to be able to plan and execute and prioritize and deconflict and say no to people when you need to. And, and constructively argue and, and debate and solve problems, sailorize, all those things. You're just going to be expected to know it. So there's a lot packed into this training period so that you're ready for that. Um, part of the process as well is understanding that it's intended to get you ready it's also intended to be fun. You're, this, it's intended that you enjoy this process. Um, there will be plenty of times where you will not enjoy it as it's happening, but there's fun to be had for sure. I had a lot of fun during my season. A lot of it was really, really stressful. Uh, my season was a lot different than the seasons we're going through now, but I had a lot of fun with my fellow chief selects. Uh, we did a lot of really cool things. I learned a lot really quickly. Um, and I, the one thing I remember being driven home more than anything else was it's your season. It's your season. This is your initiation. It's yours. You get out of it what you put into it. You will hear that if you haven't already. I'm talking to you, Chief Selects. You'll hear that quite a bit. You only get out of this process what you put into it. So invest in it. Give every task and every challenge everything you have because the more you put into it, the more you'll get out of it. The more enthusiasm you're going to get out of your trainers, out of those chiefs that are going to spend a significant amount of time away from their family to make sure you get the best process that you can that now have the increased burden of delivering this training pipeline to you and making sure it's robust so that we can make sure you're ready for the day after you get anchors pinned on you. We're going to spend a lot of time and effort investing in you. And it's incredibly frustrating to us when we're doing that, when we're spending the time away from our families and the selectees don't want to invest, don't want to put the effort in because it's, oh, it's hard and <laughs> I got to spend more time away from my family when we're in port and this is stressful and I've got all these other things to do, right? Don't we all? But if you go into it with a positive attitude and you attack every task and you have enthusiasm as you do it and you won't do everything right just because you've got a great attitude about it um, and they're not going to spoon feed everything to you just because you ask for help. But you will get out of what you put into this process. The amount of effort you put in is what you'll get back. Um, take the time, spend the time on the important things. 
Uh, we talked some about that today. There's a couple things that you'll do throughout the season um, that are just really important. And I, I'm literally on my way home. And, and a charge book is, is the concept is no secret to anyone. You can find it on the internet. Just look it up. Um, it's a very important part of what we do during the season. And it's a keepsake that goes with you for the rest of your naval career. And it's something that you'll look back to. Want to know how I know? Because it's the first thing I'm going to do when I get home today is is pull out my charge book, flip through some of those pages. And one of the critical items in that charge book that I always go back to is the journal entries. There's a, a task that you're tasked with that has journal entries in it, right? Every day you're supposed to write in your charge book a little journal entry about you know what happened that day, what you were feeling, you know, how you dealt with a task, what you understood, what you didn't understand. Um, you know, you can write anything in there. And going back on it, you'll get a lot of the lessons that you may have missed out of those journal entries. You'll go back over and over again and find new things that you can pull from it based on your new context a year after you make chief, five years after you make chief. Or in my case, going on eight. <laughs> so you get to go back and get a lot out of that, especially in the, in the capacity of a sponsor. Like, have I done this a few times already? Yeah, I have. Um, but I get to go back and look at how I felt in those moments as a chief select and going through this process. And it, it'll give me a lot of perspective on how I can be a better sponsor. What could I have done as my own sponsor in the roles that I was in, right? In the situations I was in feeling the things that I was feeling based on what was happening. Like what could I have done better to, to make sure that chief select <laughs> me, got every ounce of lesson out of everything that was happening, every ounce of meaning. So you get a lot out of that. And, and I've, mine is, it, it, essentially, it, it essentially evolves into like a, a leadership development time capsule. I have a lot of really important things, little tokens, messages uh, that have been sent to me. I, there, there's one that, one of my favorites is a thank you card I got from a young uh, CSA school student where uh, she got detailed, she was from the Southern California area, got detailed to Norfolk, Virginia, right? Everybody's worst nightmare coming out of A school. It's getting orders to Norfolk, Virginia. Um, so she got detailed there and, and had a meltdown with her instructor, who was a chief that came to me as a senior enlisted leader and said, hey, I've got this sailor, her mom has cancer. Uh, it's terminal. She wants to be near her mom while this is happening. Her, they're from Southern California. Is there anything we can do to get her to Southern California? And it was, there's a lot of things that come up in the process where sailors are always trying to change orders, right? It, it always happens in a school. I, I'm confident it happens at more than just the one I worked at. Um, the uh, case was made, right? We looked into it a little bit. We found, you know, we, I, I was a little worried because I didn't talk to Sailor directly that we were being bamboozled a little bit, but uh, my chief looked into it and was very, very convinced that, you know, this was real, that the Sailor was, uh, was had basically a year to spend with her mother um, before she passed, and she was going through a lot of treatment and stuff, and it was, it was a rough time. So was there anything we could do? Um, and in, in that, that's when I kicked into, into chief mode and I started picking up the phone and, and utilizing the mess, right? Uh, I didn't do anything shady. You know, a lot of times when we're talking about detailing, people think that, you know, I can just call the magic chiefs are up at Millington and get some things changed if it serves 
my purpose. And that's not even a little true. Um, but what we did do is uh, pick up the phone, talk to the manning managers and the details and the right people that we needed to explain the situation and said, hey, is, can we move some stuff around uh, based on like a future class set of orders or whatever to get this girl to San Diego? Um, by the end of that day, we got to go tell her that we had fixed it. She got orders to a destroyer in San Diego. Um, and a couple days later, I just came into work and I, on my desk, there's a little envelope. Um, said CSCS on it uh, and I, I opened it up and it was a thank you card um, and I mean just it gets me every time I read it and it, and it was really um, that's why I do it that's I got a lot of really just a, that warm feeling inside you know I got that incredible um, rare feeling just that job satisfaction feeling like I made a difference right um, that's in there and I go back to that and I look at that I got a lot of uh, I print out Facebook messages all the time that sailors send me uh, I started printing out some of you guys' messages that you send to the podcast right uh, so a lot of things in there that it kind of you know if you need to go back to it whether it's during the chief season or throughout the year just to Get a little motivation and inspiration out of it to kind of remind yourself why you do this job uh, in absence of feeling like you are making that difference. You kind of go back to it and say, hey, I, I have done this, this and this. And uh, those things did make a difference with those sailors. Um, but taking the time to do that task right, the charge book, taking the time to make sure that's right. Make sure those journal entries are right. That's going to be a, a well that you draw on for the rest of your career and probably the rest of your life. I haven't got that far yet, but I'm working on it. And I'm sure it's a, it's something I'll continually go back to and, and continually build on. It's not it's a living document. It's something that I, I'm consistently updating. And you know, I have people sign it once in a while. I, I have people put entries in it. Um, and when I sponsor someone like I am, this young man, uh, I'll have him sign it at the end of the season after he gets pinned. Um, but, yeah, it's... It's a big part, so take that part seriously. Um, and just understand that you're not supposed to understand it all right now. Uh, there are You will be learning lessons from this process for years to come. You'll have moments where you're like, that's why that happened. Like, that's what they were trying to teach me. And uh, some of it's designed to happen exactly that way, right? Is it gets the foundation gets laid, and then when you're in that position, then you have that moment where you're like, that's what they were trying to teach me, or that's what they meant by that, or that's you know why they had us do that evolution, right? Um, there are layers on top of layers on top of layers as you go through this process that uh, will continue and over a long period of time will continue to provide you leadership lessons. Um, so just trust the process. Trust your sponsors. Trust the chiefs that what they are doing is worthwhile. Um, and have fun and get every ounce of goodness you can out of this. For those of you that are listening to this, there's a hunger for leadership development. And if your name was on that selectee list, it's kind of the end of the line in a way, right? We never stop developing, but it's the end of the line in a way that you're going to be looked to to have all these answers and to be a strong leader and to do all these things the day after you start wearing anchors to work. You need to be ready for that because your sailors are absolutely entitled to the best possible chief you have in you. No questions asked. They don't need to earn that. That is theirs. That's an entitlement. 
and you can argue that with me if you want to, but I, I promise you, absolutely entitled to the best possible chief you have in you. So you need to be ready for that. You need to approach and attack this process with that at the forefront of your mind. It's your responsibility to be the best chief you can be. So attack this process, even when it sucks, and it will, even when you're stressed, even when you can't, for the life of you, figure out why the hell you're doing what you're doing in that moment. There's a purpose. Attack the process. Do it with a positive attitude, and I promise you'll get more out of this than you ever thought possible. With that being said, as you go through this process, Chief Selects, I'm talking to you again. If you need anything, if you need anything at all, hit us up. Don't give up the shit podcast at gmail.com. You can Facebook message me at don't give up the shit podcast, or you can DM us on Instagram. I will guide you. I will not spoon feed you, but I will guide you. If you need guidance, if you're frustrated, if you run into something that you think is wrong uh, or you're just confused by or you don't understand the purpose or you want a little nudge in the right direction, I will not give you all the answers, but I will absolutely help you as much as I possibly can. I'm a resource. If you need it, hit me up. Uh, and I'll try to clarify it as much as I possibly can and guide you in the right direction. Uh, I, I will be available throughout the entire season uh, until post-pinning. So um, if you guys need anything as you go through this process, don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, I'm here to help. And if I can't help you for whatever reason, I will find you someone that can. Uh, that's all I got today. If your name was on the selectee list, congratulations. Enjoy it. You earned it. And we, like I said earlier on Instagram when I posted that little image, you earn these things every single day. The hard part is just beginning. Congratulations, good luck, and don't give up the ship.